Hey everybody, before we get into the show, I wanted to let you know we've got another live show coming up. We will be back at Maya Cinemas on Thursday, May 23rd for Furiosa, the latest in the Mad Max series. We are so excited for this one. Joining me to talk about it, we've got Sam Novak, Shahab Zargari, and Tony Gonzalez. A great lineup. It's going to be an awesome movie. We are so excited to talk about it. So make sure to check the show notes. There are opportunities to win tickets. You could also buy tickets. And we hope to see you there Thursday, May 23rd, 6 p.m. at Maya Cinemas for Furiosa. All right, welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. And today on the show, it is our live episode on Cocaine Bear, recorded live at Maya Cinemas in North Las Vegas. And with me on this incredibly fun episode is Jason Harris, Michael Keane, and Luella Chavez. We had this really fun conversation after a screening of the film, and a bunch of people were out for the movie, and it was just a great time, and I'm really excited about doing more of these live shows. They're always so much fun to do. So that's coming up here in a second. Before we get to it, I do want to remind you, as always, to make sure you're subscribed to Piecing It Together wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. You can follow us on social media at PiecingPod, and join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces, where we continue the conversation about all the movies we talk about here on the show. So with that said, we're going to get into this insane movie, Cocaine Bear. All right, everybody, I'm David Rosen. I host the Piecing It Together podcast, and that's what we're about to do. We're going to talk about this insane movie and talk about the movies that may have inspired it. And uh, my mom's taking my picture right now. It's distracting as hell. But anyway, uh, before we get into the movie, I'm going to introduce my guests here, starting right here with Michael Keane. Michael, tell the people about yourself. Hi, I am Michael Keane. I am a local filmmaker and, uh, I guess, YouTube personality at this yes, point, which is a very sad development, but that's okay. <laughs> um, and thank you. And, uh, yeah, I made the movies Fatal Future, The Head from 2019, and the upcoming Dr. Death Face, which is about a vagina bed that eats people. And that's me. Vagina, yeah. Teeth. <laughs> so so normally, uh, normally we don't do this, but because we're here... Usually when we do these Piecing It Together podcasts, we've seen it like 24, 48, even a week earlier. And so uh, this is just like a gut shot reaction. Did you like the movie? Uh, yeah, I thought it was a lot of fun. I had some qualms. Mm-mm. Sure. But uh, overall, as far as like a time at the movies, right. highly recommend. Just a good old time with my two favorite things, cocaine and bears. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Jason Harris. Yay. Introduce yourself. I'm Jason Harris. I'm a filmmaker. I'm a comedian. I'm an actor. I do a podcast that Dave produces called Awesome Movie Year, and I'm also on Piecing It Together every month doing the trailer episodes. So 
And uh, as of this last sentence, I'm starring in Michael's next movie. So good for me. <laughs> there we go. We're making connections right now. Jason, gut shot. What do you think of the movie? Yeah, this is what I want. That's you want. You wanted to deliver on the promise of the title, <laughs> Cocaine Bear, right? Sure. Yeah. And it did. And um, I liked how '80s ish it felt, yeah. which is where it's supposed to be. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and it's you know, uh, and thankfully not. They didn't make it two hours and forty-eight minutes like most movies nowadays. So like yeah. it's 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 a fun, it's a fun theatrical yarn. There you go, Luella. Hello. Introduce yourself to the people. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Mm. Um, uh, actress, writer, comedian. <laughs> um, I currently have a series going. It's called Bitches Be Crazy on YouTube, and you can also catch it on Instagram. Uh, what else do you want to know about me? I'm no, shy I right mean, now. Those are, those are good things. Those are all <laughs> like really great, awesome things. Luella was one of the first guests on my podcast back when I first started it. So it's awesome that she's here tonight. And, and that's crazy this. because we've never actually met in yeah. person until mm. today. Yeah. Most of the time I'm just like locked in my room recording these things. So, uh, I'm really happy to meet her and to have her out here tonight. What'd you think of the movie? It was very entertaining. Yeah. A lot of fun. All right. Uh, short and sweet to the point. I like it. That works. Well, uh, we're going to get to uh, some puzzle pieces here. And so for those of you in the audience here that don't listen to the show, haven't listened to it yet, I always like to do these live ones and uh, introduce a puzzle piece, kind of get one out in the open so that way you'll understand the concept. And I feel like the obvious one that a lot of people went into this movie with is snakes on a plane. So mm -hmm. that would be our first puzzle piece that we kind of just bring to the conversation and talk about like setting you up with a ridiculous premise, a ridiculous title, like get the trailer out there and get like something that's quotable. I mean, that was pre memes kind of, it was a little, it was a while ago, but in a way it didn't really deliver. I feel like, and I feel like that's kind of a negative of what people expected this movie to be. I'll, I'll say right now. Also, I really enjoyed it too. This movie, cocaine bear. Uh, I was sitting here cracking up the whole time. So, I mean, I, I had a great time. Snakes on the plane didn't work as well. What do you guys think about snakes on the plane? Um, I, I remember liking Snakes on a Plane just fine, but definitely thinking that it did not fully... It feels like a very generic, you know, action movie yeah. with snakes thrown in. Yeah. And so, and then you had that extra level of them doing the res reshoots. So you had Samuel Jackson saying the line, because of course the internet was ablaze, and yeah. it made it feel like the, um, the Steve Buscemi meme. What, yeah, but, what's going on here? My mom's interrupting <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> okay. She's just co oh, James' mom's <laughs> going back to. She's just throwing out. She's just throwing them right in there. Okay. Well, thank you, mom. Thanks Ten for minutes that. later, yeah, you're gonna be in the middle of something, and your mom's gonna be like, "The Meg, yeah. Jason <laughs> Statham in a shock. The Meg." We're all Deep Blue Sea from 1999 off of my list, everybody. But uh, yeah, um, Jason, what about you? Snakes on the plane. Never saw it. Yeah, never saw nope. it. Yeah, you, got, you're not missing much. Honestly. I got, I got things to do. I got important things to do. My you're not life. part of the zeitgeist. <laughs> I, I'm here tonight, right? Yeah. So, hey, sure. Like, We'll, we'll get to it on Awesome Movie or maybe one day. But uh, Luella, what about you? I, I'm, I'm with Jason on that one. Yeah. <laughs> I have no, not seen it. I, feel, I felt very ill-prepared for this, no, to be no, honest. No, no. I mean, really, it, like I said, it wasn't that good. It was like a thing that you kind of should go to because it was like a fun idea. But yeah, it, it didn't work out. That so well. you should go to it because it didn't deliver on you the You should be disappointed. You should go to the theater, be disappointed. But, you know, at least you had a good time at the movies. No, thanks. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's get to some more puzzle pieces. Michael, what do you have for your first piece? Um, 
Can I cheat and just throw one out that is kind of obvious I don't really want to talk about? <laughs> sure. So this isn't your piece, but it's, it's just like, like a piece. bonus? It's like a bonus piece. Okay. Um, there's the movie Grizzly from the 80s. Sure. That is just, it's the obvious one that when I first saw the trailer, I was like, well, yeah, Grizzly. Yeah, um, for sure. And on the one hand, that one has a lot of memeable stuff uh, and great moments, has an amazing ending um, and like forest rangers and shit. Uh, but yeah, it's it's like the quintessential big bear attacks and kills people thing. So I yeah. just want to recommend that to people. It has a beautiful Blu-ray available, beautiful Blu-ray. Yeah. And uh, then uh, after that, don't go see Grizzly 2 because <laughs> it's a massive piece of shit. I think we anyway. established that pre-show, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Huge piece of shit. Yeah, okay. Worst movie I've ever seen. Uh, so, but my puzzle piece would be Fargo. Oh, 1996's Fargo. I was thinking that too. Actually. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. it's it's this. I mean, first off, it purports to be based on a true story, which obviously this is more based on a true story. Mm. And I like that they actually utilized um, an element of the true of a true story that was not in the advertising material. So mm. I thought that was really cool. Um, but so Fargo takes it's a true story, quote unquote, um, far less so than Cocaine Bear, uh, and then it takes place in the 80s. I think like 87. I don't, sure. I don't remember what. Do you remember when this I, takes place? I think it's '87. That sounds about okay, right. Okay, so even yeah, better. It's late '80s. Um, and it does that thing that the Coens do in that film, which is they introduce all these characters and they present you with all these reasons to not want them to fucking die. <laughs> and there's several of them who are like, "Well, that person has to live," because, I mean, I'm so connected. To, and then fucking kills them. Yeah, <laughs> every time. Um, every time. And it, like, one thing that really took me off guard with Cocaine Bear was that I actually, w I felt bad that people were dying. Yeah. Like I was, I felt really bad for the the, the paramedic chick. I felt really bad for the hiking couple. I felt really bad for Margot Martindale because Margot Martindale. She's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, I would say like Fargo, one of the, weirdly one of the first things that came to mind while watching the movie. Yeah, but when I was, uh, when I was like kind of coming up with stuff ahead of time, like, yeah, I was thinking about that too because of like, this is based on a true story, and like, of course, it didn't go down like this at all. But you know, just kind of throwing that out there at the beginning of the movie that it is a true story, it makes you wonder. They end it with the postscript of you know the cocaine was never found. Like, is there going to be like a weird barn film about somebody going to find this cocaine that's now there, like <laughs> like they did with you know Fargo? So, what's that movie called? Does anybody know? Co it's co uh, co Coco's some Coco's yeah. big adventure in Fargoville. There you go. That's right. Look it up. But uh, yeah, Treasure Hunter. So yeah, uh, Fargo fans over there. Yes. Yes. Yeah, of course. But, I mean, yeah. yes. and of the TV show. Yeah. Yeah, the Fargo show is awesome too. Absolutely. All right, Jason, what's your first piece? Well, if we're going to cheat and he's going to go grizzly, I'll say I thought a grizzly man, the Werner Herzog documentary okay. about the dude who was obsessed with bears who uh, Timothy met Treadwell. Timothy Treadwell, who met his. Uh, demise via Grizzlies, but that was just a little bonus fun piece there. Sure. So I'm going to go with a uh, movie, Dave. This was directed by Elizabeth Banks. It takes place, there's a group of people all kind of in a woodsy area. The opening song is Jefferson Starship's Jane, Hell yeah. which is exactly the same opening song of Wet Hot American, Wet Hot American Summer, Summer <laughs> which Elizabeth Banks starred in with uh, another great ensemble, all kind of, and this wasn't a summer camp, but having fun in the woods and, uh, you know, getting into hijinks. So I'm going to go with Wet Hot American Summer for my first piece there. I right off it. the theme song. Baby. I love it. As soon as that song started playing, I was like, you know what? This movie is going to be good. <laughs> I'm so excited right now, you know? So yeah. Hell yeah. Wet Hot American Summer is amazing. And 
Yeah, Elizabeth Banks, I mean, as a director, has been a little shaky up until this point, but, like, she is awesome. I thought she only did Pitch Perfect, too. Charlie's Angels. Oh, Charlie's yeah, well, that, yeah. I think we all want to forget that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so. Luella, what do you have for your first piece? All right, don't at me. I hate talking ill about the dead, but when I first saw Ray Liotta, I thought maybe this was the movie Monster because he looked like Eileen Warnos. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Karen, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> I mean, sorry, you know, I know that's for, dark. He's for drugs. What do you, what do you want? From him, you <laughs> well, know? there you he's, go. He's, he's uh, done up as, as that, but uh, yeah. He wants drugs and he wants to kill all those disgusting men who want to put their dinkies. Well, there you go. I thought she was going to say Goodfellas because obviously Henry Hill had that obsession with the drugs, just like his character did here. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. But, but you went a totally different I, way on it. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fucked up piece. Yeah, that, that's, uh, that's I'm out so there. sorry. That's yeah, out there. But I go- didn't mean to take it there, but hey, you know what? Yeah. You, you, you got to put yourself out there. You got you to you put those pieces out. So, yeah, I like it. Yeah. Right on. Well, I'll go with my first puzzle piece, uh, which uh, this past year, the Daniels had a big hit with Everything Everywhere All at Once. And uh, in 2016, their debut film, Swiss Army Man, that's going to be my puzzle piece because of the absolutely batshit insane bear sequence in that film towards the end uh, where there's all these like life lessons being taught as this bear is just completely demolishing poor Paul Dano and uh, Daniel Radcliffe. And uh, the kind of the, the way that the action is shot, the way that this bear is just this unstoppable killing machine. And of course, and that movie is not on cocaine, but it's, it's, it's as insane that movie. So it's definitely using like that insane over the top kind of action with bears. And so it's, it's not trying to be at all like a realistic bear movie. So uh, yeah, I went with Swiss Army Man for my first puzzle piece. Fans over there? Yeah, I love Swiss Army Man. So good. I think that was a five-star movie for me. It was my favorite movie of 2016, so yeah. I think it's going to win Best Picture in a few weeks. The other one. Oh, yeah. 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 God damn it. Yeah. God damn it. Which is also very good. Uh, It was a very fun movie. You know, I like Swiss Army Man. Let's go on to your next piece, Michael. What do you got? Um, I'm just thinking about your love of farting corpses right now. I, I do love them. Um, well, uh, I almost went with Texas Chainsaw Massacre because of the whole like exploitation off of a true nugget and you know <laughs> sure. snowballing it. But instead, uh, I'm going to go with Reefer Madness. <laughs> um, let's say the OG, just yeah. for shits and giggles. Sure. I guess it doesn't really matter. Um, I was going to go with one from then based on that was talking about cocaine, but I don't remember any... PSA movies from the 30s and 40s Not about that I could cocaine. Think of. Yeah. So uh, I went with you for madness uh, because it. I love that it. It starts with that uh, montage of PSA footage, then it goes into you know the backstory and everything, um, and then from that point on, it kind of goes through like the rules of a PSA uh, by you know like just the idea of oh yeah. You give a bear cocaine, what's going to happen? It's going to go fucking crazy. Yes. And it's going to fuck you up. <laughs> um, and then all the characters learn the valuable life lesson of not fucking with cocaine. Yeah, it's an important lesson to learn. And uh, did, did Reaper Madness teach that lesson well? Uh, no, I smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> yeah. He smokes a lot of cocaine, which is even worse. That is pretty bad, actually. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I, I love that too. I love that uh, uh, 
I love that they actually went there with having the kids do cocaine. That's yeah. Like, that's completely <laughs> insane. Like, that, was, that was one of those, like, you know in the Blob remake where they kill the kid? Right. It's right. one of those, like, oh, this is us showing you that, what is it? The Meg. Oh, she's got one. It's the Meg Soapy's with the... Choice. I want one of the kids Soapy's Choice. <laughs> <laughs> David's yeah, mother just said, I in case you... Your mom's she, on one. Uh, she no. wanted one of the is she on cocaine right now? She, she <laughs> just told me to mention Schindler's List as her next puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> In case the listeners didn't hear that, uh, David's mother uh, once wanted one of the kids in Sophie's Choice to fucking die. Yeah. <laughs> as I often ask an awesome movie, or how did you turn out so normal? I don't know. I have absolutely no idea. All right, uh, let's not dig too further deep into that. Jason, what's your next puzzle? Dave, please? pick a decade, the 70s through the 2000s. I have pieces for all of them. <laughs> okay, well, you already did kind of 80s, but let's go 90s. Okay, so the 90s, there's the sequence in here where you see O'Shea Jackson and Ray Liotta's son, right, in the car, and it's done in singles just back and forth. Oh, sure. Uh, sure. You know, and that very much... Oh, I got a couple from the 90s but this is one of them that very much reminded me of the sequence in clerks where kevin smith was just whip panning back and forth and he probably should have gone to singles there but he was like a new filmmaker right. and it was just all about the quickness of the dialogue and learning about the characters through what they were saying uh i think this was done more effectively in single 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 as opposed to one whip back and forth so yeah i had clerks as a piece there all right that, that's interesting and yeah i mean that that goes more to the filmmaking did you think because this movie it is a universal like release it's a major movie did you think it was like kind of scrappy like it, you know it is kind of exploitation-y but for a major studio film like yeah. i mean it's a cocaine bear it's so cocaine it's got to be a little grindhousey, but it's yeah. it feels <laughs> like a major Feels like a big movie, like yeah. you know, a movie theater movie. Yeah, it's a weird one though. For I think sure. it counts as an exploitation movie. I mean, it yeah. is. It's taking a sad event and then creating a movie out of it. That's Uh-oh. a big spectacle. We got a <laughs> son here. David's mom is here. super Give her fucked a mic. up on cocaine. <laughs> I think so. About the male relationship. This before any of you were born. Midnight Cowboy. Oh, that's what you wanted. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was getting some kind of a vibe. You got a vibe you, there. You put all her puzzle pieces in the. Her, I, I mean, this hasn't happened. Before. Not uh, <laughs> the Night Cowboy. I think it's cruising. Though. Cruising Al Pacino. Do you want? Cruising's great. It's a we great movie. For, uh, awesome movie here. That was down. Okay, I'm out. If anyone else wants to raise their hand, Luella, what do you got for your next piece? Um, well, I was gonna say, okay, I thought. The, the character, the young kid that takes them to the gazebo, he reminded me of Zach Braff in Broken Hearts Club. It's Broken Hearts Club, right? Anyways, but I know Elizabeth Banks was in quite a few episodes of Scrubs. So, yeah. And there were a couple of things that I can't think of any specific examples at the moment, but there were a few things that felt like a little bit of like Scrubs Easter eggs for me. So if you're going to, if I can. Yeah, go right ahead. So all those things were like, you know, you would see Isaiah Whitlock uh, talking about the dog, and then they would flash to just like an idea of him, like holding the dog. Yes, those, yes, uh, those yes. were very Scrubs-like. Right, know, right, like cuts. the drifting off into yeah. like yeah, little. Yeah, no, the, and that that is like, again, like for a major like studio film, it's kind of a weird thing to see, and like it, but it's pulled off really well, I think. Like those those asides, they don't do them too often, like. 
maybe like five times or something. But each time it was pretty damn funny. Like everything with Isaiah Whitlock is hilarious. And like everything with like all those kind of little flashback moments were good, I thought. No, I, mean, I thought they were totally, yeah. I did hate, the only one I didn't like was the one in the night when they like find the dead hiker. Mm. Um, that was random. Why did they show so, that? Like, well, not only, I mean, I, I understood the impetus like as like a joke, mm. but all the night scenes in this are shot like shit. Mm. Um, yeah. It's my big dark, problem. Dog. They're, to- they're fucking yeah. horrible night scenes. And so in that moment, I was so confused <laughs> because I didn't realize they were doing the gag again because it had been like 40 minutes since they did it before and then all of a sudden one of them just falls into the face of the dead body but then they're back up again yeah fine and, and i was utterly out of my mind confused right uh, it was like for a good strange. five seconds when yeah. they go through the cave and they get to the falls which we've heard about this whole movie right and they look out you want to see this beautiful pristine image and it's just so dark and you can't it's even just see dark it. shitty cgi and like zero lighting it's all been graded to shit wouldn't it happen with tom cruise if he was the star yeah it looks like a fucking marvel finale am i right uh, come on <laughs> let's fucking go <laughs> oh man i'll go uh with the velocipastor for my next puzzle piece here which look having a you know the title thing like we've talked about with snakes on the plane like it is such a gamble because most of these things turn out terrible but the Velocipastor, I don't know how many people in this audience have seen that movie, but it's actually really funny because it, it doesn't just rest on, it's a Velocipastor, it's going to be so funny. Like, there's actually jokes in the movie. Every every couple of minutes there's a joke. It's actually set up more like a spoof of the animal mixed with the you know, horror kind of trope ty- kind of thing, the way that they make these movies. Uh, you know, this past week we have this Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey movie, which... I haven't seen it yet, but based on the trailer, it seems like it's just... That's the whole movie. It's the whole movie. Like, isn't that hilarious that we made this? But the Velocipastor is filled with jokes from beginning to end. And this, it wasn't just the cocaine bear. They actually made a comedy out of it. And so that's why I felt like the Velocipastor is one of the the rare examples of it where uh, somebody actually takes the premise and goes somewhere with it. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills because I was like the one person that did not like Velocipastor. You weren't into it? No. Yeah. Jason, did you see it? No. No. Your awesome movie year co-host, Josh Bell, was my guest on that one. He loved it, too. What about you, Luella? I have never seen that. Yeah. It's, it's wild. It's fun. But Michael doesn't. That well, sounds I mean, but Josh Bell liked the head, so I might have to. I'll give him, I'll give him one. There you go. Uh, well, does anybody have any more puzzle pieces they wanted to bring up to this? I had a whole bunch. I know. You, oh. you said you have, you have one for every... Uh, I had like three from the 90s. Yeah. I had Deep Blue Sea, which my mom stole from me. So I had that on my list. Uh, what else did I, have? I had the new Jumanji with The Rock and Kevin Hart and Jack okay. Black. Just the landscape and a few of the shots when they were showing like them... when Like specifically, I guess, when the boy was in the tree. Uh-huh. And like they're pulling away and showing... Carrie Russell's face and stuff like that. Just well, it's very digital, and like that th- that one sequence that was so funny when the bear is up the one tree and and smells the <laughs> cocaine, so he <laughs> runs down and back up the next tree. But that reminded me of like a gag right out of that Jumanji movie, so I could totally see that. It had a few like video game elements that sure. were like that kind of vibe, and even some of the little music, the like yeah yeah. That's, <laughs> like that's the called l- CGI. It does look like a video game. <laughs> 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 
pretty much. Well, Jason, thanks. run them down. What do you got? I mean, right off the bat, Stand By Me, two kids going into the woods. Yeah. Uh, looking, you know, Doing for coke. a day and then turning into a different type of adventure. And also with those uh, side flashes. Um, I mean, you've got to pick any of those 90s kind of drug movies. I put Dude, Where's My Car? Because I thought that was the one that kind of. That's a good one. Yeah. Totally the most of it. Uh, I, and also in the 90s, you had, well, Harold and Kumar would have fit too, but that scene where they're in the car and, you know, the raccoon, was it a raccoon that attacks them and everything that they think is dead or God, I haven't seen it in a while. Obviously, I was stoned. But, so. I put, <laughs> but, I mean, that was like a big uh, trope in the 90s. I had Tommy Boy where they hid in, they ran over a deer and they put the deer in the backseat and then the yeah. deer fucks up the whole car. Um, and I like the... Uh, the law chasing down the drugs, so I, I went back to Smokey and the Bandit uh, huh. for a you different type movie. of, uh, yeah. yeah. I was other. definitely getting, like, the whole 80s thing, like, the Goonies, and she had yeah. the little hat, like, Mama Fratelli. Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> like, so I, that gave me that vibe, and then, too, like, Stranger Things. Like, yeah. it yeah. did very well at that that whole. Yeah, it, it had more of an 80s vibe than I was even expecting. I knew it was set there, but I mean, we had right. Cash Mode in there. We had the music a, was amazing. Oh, <laughs> the, the <laughs> tracks in there. And then that opening track. So, yeah. Michael, what else do you got? Um, well, I was actually going to say Stand By Me, but this nice. motherfucker. Um, I mean, obviously, there's Goodfellas. Sure. Um, uh, I would actually say The Blob, actually. Uh, I mentioned that remake? Before. Yeah. yeah. Um, one, um, so recently we had a, a death in cinema, um, George Miller. I'm sorry, George T. Miller. George T. Miller. Uh, the other Australian director <laughs> whose name is George Miller. Um, and he did Neverending Story 2. Uh, but it reminded me, uh, there was this movie from 2005 called Attack of the Sabretooth. And I remember it because I think it's the movie, and I could be mistaking it with one of the other many uh, CGI Sabretooth attack movies out there in the landscape of 2005. Oh, um, sure, yeah. But I remember the Sabretooth, like, has, there's like a giant Sabretooth statue in the middle of this park. It's like Jurassic Park, but just Sabretooth. Okay. That's it. It's all you get. Uh, it's discount. And um, the tooth on the Sabretooth gets jiggled free and falls onto the main villain. And I think it, like, skewers him, like, right in his mouth. It's nice. terrible. Uh, but that movie is chock full of awful CGI giant <laughs> animal. And... I, I don't mind it here because, A, it's really hard to get a solid CGI bear for, I don't know, it felt like it, was, it had a lot of runtime yeah. dedicated to it. Like, it was a lot of bears. It is yeah. the titular character. Um, <laughs> well, I was thinking about that, too, because, like, I, I, I've seen, like, some people on Twitter today, like, complaining about the movie, like, oh, there's not even that, like... How much bear could you possibly get? Like, you don't get that much Jaws. You don't get that much of, like, yeah, anything. I, like, I was expecting more Jaws. Another puzzle piece. Yeah. Uh, uh, here we go. <laughs> Sometime in the 80s or 90s, a movie called The Bear. Yes. A serious, serious movie. Yes. And only one line is spoken by the hunters. Yes. At the very end. That's a lot of bear. Mm. Yeah. You got to tell us what the line is now. Kill that oh. motherfucker. <laughs> it was a family no, movie. Do you, mean, do you mean Jack the I Bear <laughs> with Danny DeVito? Thanks for that, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Got at least one guy sleeping. Well, hey, uh, you know, I thought. I mean, I thought that it was pretty good CGI overall for that much bear time. Sure, but at the same time, it was like this is a lot of just 
very CGI bear. And it, it didn't bother me when it was moving, but like when the bear was on top of, was that fucking Han Solo? Yes. Holy shit. Yeah. Good for him. I know. Being he, in a good movie. He disappeared for a while. That was also Harrison a Ford. Connection. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah definitely. Uh, it, took, it took me like a good hour to realize that was him. Yeah. Uh, but when it's when the bear's laying on him, passed out from its post-cocaine days, mm-hmm. uh, it it was a CG bear the entire time. Like you couldn't you couldn't get one fucking prop bear. Yeah. You're Elizabeth Banks. <laughs> you eat breakfast that's worth more than me. <laughs> one one fucking practical. You're not going to hurt a fucking real bear if it's a fucking fake bear. Just fucking throw a fake bear on Han Solo. He could have just been laying there with a... Wait, so you think that he was underneath the... No, he was on, it was CGI on top of him, and it drove me fucking crazy, because, like, you had, um, uh, you know, they are trying to, like, like, check in the bear, and you could see where the CG artists were, like, trying to composite in the bear, and it's like that shot... Uh, what's that recent movie with um, Jonah Hill and where you... You people. You people. Oh, the they, There's uh, that kiss in You People, kiss. Yeah. where it's that awful CGI kiss, and yeah. it's it's that same thing you see when a CG artist is like, Fuck, we can't quite get this right. Uh, just put, fuck, put some fucking shadow in it. and yeah, It's fine. And that's what happened anytime someone was touching this fucking bear. Yeah. Um, and you could just, like, put a little fucking fake fur. Just put a little patch of fucking fur. And they might have done that and, like, CGI'd it out. Because mm-hmm. it was just really poorly done. In which case, don't give the fucking CGI artist such a fucking heart attack. Do it right the fucking first time. Well, as we know, none of them are paid well. So. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. There's a lot of them in the credits for any given film, and they, they make like two cents an hour. Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. Let's bring this all down a whole bunch. Of- <laughs> I, little Chinese a kids and mines. <laughs> Dave, can I tell a story? A story? <laughs> that's, that's relevant. If, if it's relevant, story. my mom's going to probably interrupt yeah, you, but right, go for right. it. Isaiah Whitlock, who's great in oh, this, so yeah. right? Yeah. Um, you know, who, you know, um, so he's obviously the lawman in this one. I was at a... Uh, film festival this summer and uh he was there and he was in a short film and he won best actor like in a in like a short film right Mm -hmm. and um he got up and he gave his speech and he's crying and he's like i never win anything and it's like you're isaiah whitlock you're amazing right like you should win everything right you know five bloods the wire right and then uh Later that night, I won an award uh, for, you know, a screenplay, right? Yeah. And at this festival, I, I said, I go, because uh, uh, I recognized Isaiah Whitlock when he was Clay Davis on The Wire, right? You know, and his big catchphrase was, she, right? Yeah. You know? So I go, I go, you know, I've been at this festival for about, I've been nominated here five times and I've never won until now. And I guess the only thing I could say about that, uh, and I look at Isaiah Whitlock and I go, is uh, she it, right? <laughs> and he comes up to me afterwards, right? And he just stares me down for about a minute. And I'm like, okay. And I don't say anything. And then he just breaks it and he goes, she <laughs> And I was like, that's the moment. I just won the film festival. Right? <laughs> that. So, that was pretty cool. That is incredible. Yeah, that's, that. a, that's a good, that's what you want in those experiences. I'm just. I'm really glad you get to die happy. <laughs> I mean, that, that's what you want in those moments, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you say, not to say he's a hero, but they say don't meet your heroes. But if you meet Isaiah Whitlock, you want him to come up to you and go, "She." That's <laughs> you all know? you want, yeah. absolutely. Uh, I, I'll throw a couple last ones out here. I mean, we. My mom brought up Deep Blue Sea, but I, I also wanted to bring it up because it's you know genetically and you know engineered sharks. This is cocaine enhanced sharks or bears. So you know. Uh, kind of these other animal attack kind of things never really have that 
hook to them. So I thought it was a really good one to like, you know, be part of the conversation here. Uh, the other one I thought of was Annihilation, the uh, the scream bear, the bear that's been like mutated by the shimmer or whatever in the Alex Garland film, and uh, just lots of shots of bears just roaring. Like, there's some really good stuff in that here. I had Crank as a piece because okay. it, yes. you know, you you start off with the promise, right? And it's like a lot of these movies we're talking about don't deliver, yeah. and Crank goes from zero to high voltage so to speak no no pun intended and mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. stays delivering the whole time in a level of insanity and i thought that cocaine bear did a good job of keeping the insanity yeah the whole point it didn't let let down absolutely oh bringing out the dead oh shit it's fucking paramedics ha paramedics having a bad time <laughs> yeah. that's funny there you go that's a good one yeah yeah that's a good one to end it on um any closing thoughts on cocaine bear michael let's start with you you know, will I rewatch re this a lot? No. Will I rewatch it once? Ah, maybe. Mm. But as far as just a nice theatrical experience to wash the taste of a not so great movie, Quantumania, out of my mouth, <laughs> uh, that was a good fucking time. Yeah. Good fucking time. I'm with you. Jason, what about you? I'd like to see Elizabeth Banks move more into this territory than doing just sequels of IP and everything like that. And sure. We know she's already kind of put out the uh, cocaine shark feeler, so <laughs> yeah. that might be next on the list. It's fun. It's uh, February, so, you know, I'm always looking out for more original stuff than, like, you know, hey, this, you know, Creed 3 is next week or whatever. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay, whatever. So I'm happy that we're getting stuff like this already. That's a really good point because, yeah, people complain all the time about, like, it's all sequels, it's all IP, like, fucking Cocaine Bear. Like, when have we done that before? So, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's, it's out there, but at least it's something different. So I... Support Cocaine Bear. <laughs> Hashtag support cocaine. He's going to edit it to just have you say support cocaine. Yes, <laughs> Luella, what about you? Uh, I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, I probably might watch it maybe one or two more times it was it had a really good pacing like they were like everybody was saying it like it was a lot of fun throughout it was yeah it was something different i don't usually watch movies like this that's why my puzzle pieces were a little different yeah <laughs> um so and it was very entertaining um yeah i don't know i don't have a whole lot to say about it it was just something to do <laughs> a fun time at the movies but you know back, sure. back to your jumanji piece from before like these movies were like a bunch of different groupings of people are all going through a different version of the same setup like and and then they like it provides a lot of variety to the initial idea of there's this crazy cocaine bear out in the woods and attacking people so instead of just one group getting attacked you get all these different groups attacked I mean, that reminds me of your Jumanji piece, too. So. No, and I think that's a good point, because I think that also is why there's a little something for everybody, because yeah. I don't think this would be the typical type of movie that I would go and see right. on my own. Yeah, so. absolutely. But you did do a lot of cocaine before, <laughs> so that was... Yeah, yeah. I did. The only sure. coke I do is diet. Hey I like that you brought your mom <laughs> to the one where it's all about like being a good parent. Yeah, that's true. Mom? You. Uh -huh. <laughs> the worst. Uh-huh. Can I? Yeah. Did you find it interesting that Matthew Reese, who's a legitimate like movie and television star, 
just his entire part was dancing on a plane with no lines and then falling to his death. He was, you know oh yeah, I mean? yeah. He's uh he's Perry Mason right now. Like you would think he'd get a liner. Or something oh, like the that. Americans. Yeah, yeah, right. There's, there's was like Margot Martindale. Margot Martindale was in the I Americans. Yes, yeah. she was. All three of them were. I'm gonna keep fucking adding puzzle pieces yeah. until you shut this oh, down. Oh, I did. Yeah. I did think of uh, Dark Knight Rises with the. That scene. Oh, the plane scene? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, where the Joker throws all the cocaine on Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh. the Dark Knight Rises with Bane. Bane. Oh, Dark Knight Rises. Oh, yeah. oh with Bane. Bane. Like no one uh, said Scarface. I'm surprised. <laughs> oh, yeah, Scarface. Yeah. I was going to try to watch that in preparation for this, but... I never really got around to it. I feel like doing this podcast, like the the best ones are like these movies where you're like, and there's this, and there's this, and there's this. And so, I mean, this is fun that we're like throwing these last ones in here before we wrap it up. So, uh, yeah, I love all those extra ones. And Scarface, absolutely. Come on. It's great. Anything? Mom? Mom, one last one? I'm I'm afraid. Supportively. I'm going to say made in the late 40s, early 50s. I think I have a copy on VHS. It was either called Alligator People or Alligator Man. And you can actually see in some of the shots, it's black and white. And in some of the shots, you can see where his costume ends and the jeans. (laughs) That's amazing. That's the bad CGI of that era. Why hasn't... Uh, A boyfriend becomes an alligator. And at the end, he has to walk into the... The lake. Oh, please. I went to the first. Tell Dave. Tell them. Where was I? When where were you? When you were in utero. Oh. The, <laughs> where, where, where was the I? world's worst film festival. Right. Big He's guy, mentioned this. I'm not. In theater in New York. Mm-hmm. I mean, my taste is. He told us this story on Awesome Movie Year on my podcast when we did Ed Wood. Yeah. So, yeah. They saved Hitler's brain. They had the original Night of the Living Dead. Do you think Cocaine Bear would play at a festival like that? Oh, probably. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, 1956, directed by uh, Broadway Melody of 1936, his very own Roy Del Ruth. Uh, <laughs> the Alligator People, <laughs> starring Beverly Garland. Oh, my God. Oh, I shit. I, Beverly Garland was fucking hot as shit. 20,000 leaves. Yeah. Why doesn't your mom on the show more often? I know. She's <laughs> she should be on. Right? I take her you take care of dogs and Lon Ch- Lon Chaney Jr. Like, like Rosetta, like yeah. Rosetta. Oh yeah, we, we like yeah. that scene. We were both cracking yeah. up down here and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. And uh, oh, uh, a side note. It was uh, Rosette, not Rosetta. This <laughs> happened back before I met Richie, so this would be in the '60s. <laughs> Went to the 14th Street Y and saw the original Nosferatu and the original Tarzan. And there's a gu- uh, 50 cents, and there's a guy sitting at a piano. And he's tinkling. There's no sound. And the hello. He's <laughs> giving a, you the mic. I have, hi. Talking yeah, to the mic. Fourteenth Street Y, original Nosferatu and uh, the original Tarzan. I I don't remember who was in them. I was really hoping that story would end with like, and Dave, no, you no. have a brother you've <laughs> never met that <laughs> that no. it started all started then. That'll be on the next episode, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> Alligator people, what? 1956. Oh, my God. <laughs> Everyone wants to be friends with you, Sonny. Oh, God, another one? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm... We'll I'm put her Facebook in the show notes. I'm, so. blo- yeah. I'm blocking people. <laughs> she said you're blocked. Beverly Garland, she's in Kuruku, Beast of the Amazon, oh. where she's fucking hot. That, there you go. Guys, watch more Beverly Garland movies. Holy shit. Smoke show.
really that's message to end the uh, end the podcast on michael where can they find you uh i'm on youtube um i think it's like michael he michael knows Keen what it Doodles is or something i don't know nobody uses fucking youtube urls look up michael Keen. i'm the one who's not the guitarist from the faceless and not the big guys doll paintings well, the Keen painting oh well yeah but that's not michael Keen. <laughs> oh i think it's spelled differently too i don't remember oh, i think he's yeah. Anyway, you can find me on the YouTubes, uh, and uh, you can find my movies on like IMDb and shit. Letterbox. Mm-hmm. You can go fucking. You can watch the head on Tubi. Yeah. The, the 2019 the head on Tubi, and yeah. then you can leave a fucking review on Letterbox and make it a goddamn good one. That's all I got. Yeah, absolutely. And after you watch The Head, listen. Our first ever live piecing it together was on The Head at Sin City Horror Fest. Yeah. So. Go listen to that episode. Also, Jason. watch the Spanish-produced limited series The Head on HBO Max, which is a murder mystery that takes place in Antarctica. Inspired by Michael Keane. That's I a really sore it. subject for me. <laughs> is that really? <laughs> well, not, a, not literally, but it, it's, it was one of those, like, it came out after we finished The Head, and I was just like, son of a bitch. <laughs> son of a bitch. Because it was right at the, it was the same uh, year. And yeah. it just, I was like, oh, God, it pissed me off. So it was much. good. <laughs> I, yeah, it was better than my movie. I know. I, God damn. Jason, where, 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 I'm on all the socials. Jason Harris Comedy, Jay Harris Comedy, all that stuff. We do uh, awesome movie year, all that fun stuff. I do stand up all over the place. And, uh, you know, that's it. What else do you want? I, that's all I wanted, really. Right, leave me alone, <laughs> Dave. Yeah. Luella. I am on Instagram. It's Luella. Chavez and everything else is just Luella Chavez right now I'm not I, I want to just make sure everybody knows that I'm doing the CrossFit open and they're having us upload our 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 competition on um, YouTube so it's on my channel mixed in there um, but don't watch that it's very boring it's just me working out mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you got to find a way to cross it over or I should have just made a new account Run just from for that. I, I can't wait to delete those. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, everybody, thank you so much for being here. Uh, that is our show. Uh, we're going to do some trivia as I break down all of the equipment. But uh, again, thank you. And thank you to Maya Cinemas for having us. Thank you. All right. Let's do some cocaine. Woo! I'm Josh Bell. And I'm Jason Harris, and we co-host a podcast called Awesome Movie Year. Each season, we take a look back at an awesome year for movies, which is every year. We deep dive into these specific years, and we pick out why they were such great years for films. We go over the biggest hits, the biggest flops, the best pictures, some personal picks, some cult classics. Years we've covered in past seasons include 1994, 2003, 1977, and 1984, and we've got all of film history to look forward to. So check us out at awesomemovieyear.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, so I hope you enjoyed that live episode on Cocaine Bear. Uh, hopefully my mom didn't interrupt things too much in there, but she did plenty, but uh, it was great having her there. And it was great that all the people that showed up showed up. And uh, thank you at home for listening. And thank you to my guests, and thank you to Film Frog for helping me put this on, and thank you to Maya Cinemas for having us there, and I'm hoping that we'll be doing some more live shows in the future. So, 
Make sure you are subscribed to Piecing It Together wherever it is that you listen to podcasts to find out about all our new episodes. And make sure to follow us on social media at PiecingPod to keep up with all the news about everything else going on with the podcast. We're on all the socials. You can also find our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces, where we continue the conversation about all the movies we talk about here on the show. We also have a Patreon, the Produced by David Rosen Patreon, where I post bonus and advanced content from Piecing It Together, from Awesome Movie Year, and from my music career. Lots of great stuff over there, so check it out. It's patreon.com slash Rosen. We appreciate you just being out there listening, but uh, if you want to support the show that way, go for it. We appreciate that, too. So, uh, yeah, that does it for today's episode on Cocaine Bear. And uh, let's close this out with a piece of music like I always do. And you know what? I was going to play one of my more, like, insane, upbeat kind of tracks. But this movie being about a cocaine bear, it was making me think of my lily bear, our cat who passed away a couple years ago. But uh, my upcoming album, The Pup Pups, which is a novelty album of songs about my pets, uh, Lily Bear has a song on there called Muffin Maker. So I'm going to play Muffin Maker for you. She's a bear, a different kind of bear, but uh, this song I think will fit anyway. So let's play Muffin Maker. We'll be back with more Piecing It Together real soon. Hey there, little kitty. Why don't you make me something? Come on over here just to make some muffins. Hey there, you make me something Climb up upon my belly And I make something You know that there is something There's something I've been eating I see you over there Just uh, making and eating I know you got that recipe For making something so tasty So why don't you come on over here And just uh, make a batch for me Hey there little kitty you make me something Come on over here And just make some muffins Hey there little kitty Why don't you make me something Come up upon my belly And I make some muffins You might call it baking bread You might call it naked biscuits But whatever you call it baby You know they're making something delicious I said hey there little kitty Why don't you make Points West production, produced by David Rosen in Las Vegas. And then the greatest bear movie ever, of course, is a serious movie. That's long, I don't know the name of that either. <laughs> I'm very, at this age, Anthony Perkins and Alec, uh, the one who just killed the uh, lady. No, Alec Baldwin. Anthony. Uh, but it, it's called The Edge. Is, uh, Allegedly. Well, yeah. Oh, but the cutting edge is the ice skating movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Oh yeah, is I, it, is it Dave, you got to start this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and Grizzly Park, you got to watch Grizzly Park. It's a piss. We'll get more. We'll get more thoughts from you in the car on the ride home, Mom. <laughs> um, Grizzly Park on my in my queue. <laughs> I'm telling you, 
when he smokes oh, at the and girl she's and, back. and her implants come flying out. The, <laughs> <implants>. <laughs> Holy shit. the edge, the edge is a good piece. I didn't think the about edge it. Is that so. David, I think it's David Mamet. That's some serious yeah. shit. There you go. There you go. Did David Mamet do the edge? I don't think so. <laughs> it was one of those famous. Maybe uh, Dave starts a podcast. I, I should start the, the podcast. Was. Yeah. It was a depressing playwright. All right, depressing. finding out who that playwright was. It was David be. Mamet. Holy Stop shit. Me. Holy shit. <laughs> That's why we're allowing her to keep going. <laughs> 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 All right.